0: Hello beautiful people, let me first start off by saying what a phenomenal episode we had last week Living La Vida Loca with Fat Freddie M Now to all of you who absolutely listened to it, I hope you really did enjoy it because the feedback has been absolutely phenomenal In fact it's been so good, it's been the most popular episode ever and I couldn't be more grateful for Freddie for really bearing on and talking about his life it was super cool. So if you haven't listened yet, episode 61, Living La Vida Veloca with Fat Freddy M. It was great. I really enjoyed that episode because it's not often you get someone to bear all in their life. And I think he did it so beautifully. And it was so appreciated by listeners because I had over 60 comments. But check this out, people. It was listened to in 73 countries. No, I'm lying. 73 cities in 14 countries and on the first week I had over 200 downloads without any marketing or anything apart from Freddie obviously promoting it massively on his radio show which really helped but it was it was great I really really valued that and I thank you again so welcome back to another episode of my life not yours and it's been a formidable last week for me I am going to talk about something called spiritual gym but before I get to that I need to get this off my chest the law of attraction there are invariably some disbelievers out there thinking that it doesn't work well let me tell you something it does last week and I'm recording this on Thursday so I'm speaking a little bit in the past tense but last week I was sat doing a coaching session with this young lady and it was our last one together and I said to her how do you feel about the law of attraction you know do you believe the universe if you put something out there and ask for it you'll get it back she said yeah I do I think she said that anyway I could be lying in case she's listening did you say that sophia i think you did anyway we'd had this great coaching session and i had looked on my phone and i've got my vision board as my screensaver now so that every time i have my phone on look and i want to see what's going on in my life or what i've set as my things to achieve in the year i saw a voiceover Become a voiceover actor by March 2023. And this has been born out of people saying that they really enjoyed my voice on the podcast. And if you are an avid listener, you'll note that I have stopped all the swearing, which was getting on people's tits, to be fair. So I've lost the sweariness, and actually, people are quite grateful. They said, Oh, we didn't know what to really say, team, but you know, sometimes there's a few too many effing and blinding. So that's gone, that's gone, that's gone. Anyway, back to the vision board. Voiceover stuff came from people saying, you know, you've got a great voice. And so last year, if you remember, or you may not remember, if you're new to this, I for my birthday went into a professional recording studio and had some reels made. Then I followed that up with a voice acting coach for about six weeks, and I said to her, Wow, I'm gonna be up against all those professional actors that go out there, do voiceover work, and whatever. It's quite intimidating. And she said, Tina, you just have to know that yours is a natural untrained voice and all I'm going to do is help you to accentuate certain letters and look at your diction. Cool I thought. So let's say from the end of October I started applying for roles on this uh, site called mandy.com. If you're an actor or anybody like that you will know that this is a global site that everybody goes on to get work. So I applied for lots of different things trying to put my acting coaching lessons into a play and nothing really bit until last week. So I'm sitting down with Sophia. We've had this great coaching session and we're now talking shop and I can see, ping! something's landed in my inbox and it just happens to be a message from the host the site sorry that I have registered with and the first one was from a creative agency saying hi we were going through your profile and we really like your voice would you be interested in getting on our roster for work because we think you'd be well suited to some of the stuff we do so I looked up this agency I thought cool you know I'm from an agency background in terms of work I thought this would be really good and I was buzzing just from that really the fact is I still haven't heard back from them so maybe it's a bit pie in the sky so I got on with it and I was feeling quite buzzed about that and then I thought let me just carry on as the day and that was carrying me through and then somebody else had emailed me about a potential piece of work so that was good because that's on my vision board as well to get work by mid-February which I know is going to happen there's no two ways about it and then just as we're leaving where we were it was about half past five six o'clock my email pings again from this same voice over actors site and there was a message from an agency talking about we represent the NHS and we love your uh, voice and in fact we'd like to offer you a voice actor role for a TV commercial for the NHS would you be interested and also do you mind if we ask you if you would also play the role of a mother but it will be non-speaking people can you imagine my stomach started flipping I'm like oh my goodness and it wasn't just about the offer of an actor a voice acting role I was thinking about My vision board and how it's all come to light. So, of course, I've gone back and confirmed that I'd love to do it. And do you know what? I didn't sleep for two nights. I can only give you this part of the story because I haven't done the filming yet. But when I come back next time, I will tell you exactly how it went. I was so excited. There was so much that happened in one day, but everything that happened on that day was on my vision board so that's really what I wanted to emphasize that if you thought the law of attraction was mumbo-jumbo think again my people think again if you ask the universe and you believe it's going to happen and then you receive it it is the most joyous thing ever I remember showing Sophia my vision board and she said wow and I was talking to somebody else about it that evening they said yeah but you've said that on your podcast so anyway a bit of a left field one and let's get on to this week's episode which is short but hopefully sweet and meaningful and plays on what I've been discussing slightly. So uh, also don't forget I do my rituals in the morning which I think really help play into what happened that day because I set an intention that I was going to have a productive day but I'll come back anyway. Today's episode is all about the spiritual gym. As you lot know I'm really into my fitness and I'm not going to say I'm an avid gym goer but I'm an avid worker outer if there's such a bloody word and that means that my body is a temple. It doesn't always look like a temple, but I do work it. I work it, work it, work it, and especially as old age sets in, it's really important for women in particular. Oh, and I've, I've got something exciting to tell you that I'm going to have somebody on interviewing in the next couple of weeks who is a phenomenal male, who is a big advocate of exercising in older age. He's a top fitness guru. I can't wait to get him on. That's all I'm going to say because otherwise I'll spoil the introduction when I do do it. As we get. Older, especially for women, we may get osteoporosis, so we need to do weight training, dispel those myths, ladies, and get out there and just push some light weights and get your bones stronger because the density is lower. But my waffling all around this is: it's not just about the endorphins that I release when I work out physically, and it's a great stress release, and I'm buzzing all day long. What we often forget, and what I've been really, really working on, is my spiritual gym. Oh, I love this! I love this phrase. I started reading another one of my self-development books called How to Be a Badass. No, it wasn't. Sorry. You're a badass every day. And it's one of the books I recommend actually by a lady called Jen Sincero. And I came across that term spiritual gym. And I'm like, what does that mean? The rest is history as I had to do an episode on it because the mental or spiritual is just as important as the physical. So it's a whole holistic approach, which we often forget. So let me get into to it a little bit more. Consider when you go into a gym, if you do, or work out the different machines, the weights and other paraphernalia that will help you do a workout, okay? So a spiritual gym is literally the same kind of thing. It can be a combination of any of the following. So let's get into this. There are kind of one, two, three, four, five, about six, seven areas. So the first thing is reading self-help books. Now some of you may not read at all or think, why am I doing that? It's okay. You don't have to read self-development books, but I'm always a big believer in knowledge is freaking power. Through reading some of these books, you can unearth your limiting beliefs, i.e. money is the root of all evil. Let's turn that around into something positive. Money is the root of all evil for people that don't actually manage their money well, but for me, it's not the root of all evil. It's something that I can survive on, I use to buy whatever, right? You you get the um, gist. And self-help books also help you work on block And they also usually have positive affirmations. And I've really got into the positive affirmation world because when I wake up in the morning, and the first thing I want to do is affirm something positive for that day, and it could be I will be productive and peaceful all day. And let me tell you something I blend that with my tapping meditations, and it's all over. It is brilliant. So I do my tapping meditation, sometimes I do five minutes on the tapping meditation. I've said the affirmation and I set the intention for that day and I'm not joking once I've done that it always happens well it's very rare at this moment in time that I have not done it and not had the day that I've intended to or affirmed the affirmation hasn't gone anywhere again you may not be a reader and this may not be for you but if you are and you don't like reading words then maybe you do it on audio but some of my best recommendations are you're a badass every day which is what I just uh, mentioned manifest by Roxy Nafusi now the manifest is basically what I've just been talking about ask receive believe you know sometimes people don't tap into their power tap into your power okay and I, I think I gave this example for. I'll never forget when I said to the universe although I didn't really know it's the universe I want a tall guy who's fit I asked for nothing else this is when I was about 25 26 I got all of that and a complete bastard in the making because I didn't I wasn't specific enough so the universe manifested it for me and gave me exactly what I'd asked for and every time it's been the same if I want a bad boy I'm going to get a bad boy but now you see I want a prince I want a king and I believe he's going to be walking through my door very soon because I keep I don't need to ask by the way because I've already asked but I just keep visualizing it now and it's also on my screensaver on my vision board a nice damn relationship another one is it's an old time favorite and a lot of you may have known this one which is feel the fear and do it anyway by Susan Jeffers if you haven't got it go out and do that go out and do that, go out and buy it. It's all about turning your fear and indecision into confidence. Fear holds us back so much in life, it's insane and I think I've spoken about this in another episode that if you can turn that fear which is a limiting blocker that will stop you moving forward in life, you will see the difference. Turn it into confidence and sometimes people are very arrogant with their confidence but if you're quietly sure about something it really does make a difference. This used to be a big one for me so I had to buy this book, How to Stop Overthinking by Chase Hill and Scott Sharp. I love this because it hones in on eliminating negative thoughts and how to declutter your mind and start thinking positively within five minutes. What's not to love about guidance on that? And I'll be honest with you, for years and years, and I still do it now, bit of second guessing and overthinking something because I'm fearful and I'm not confident. You see how these all interlink. And when I read this book, some of it I thought, but that's the obvious but it's not when you're overthinking. I used to overthink, especially with relationships, I'd overthink it or if someone's done something in the workplace, I used to overthink about it and it would keep me up at night, you know. And that is not a healthy way to live. And so I would absolutely recommend going out. If you're one of these people that overthinks everything and can't get to sleep, please buy that book, How to Stop Overthinking by Hill and Sharp. I love most books by Jack Hanfield, particularly The Success Principles, which hones in on where you are in life, and where you want to be. I think people will know Jack Canfield because he wrote the famous book Chicken Soup for the Soul. It went on to be a bestseller in multiple markets and he's kind of a coach. I actually wanted to go to one of his retreats but they're so blinking expensive. It's like I need to win the lottery to actually go. But he's a super coach. He believes in the law of attraction and he's written some books on it. Go and have a look all over Amazon. I love his stuff because he gives really simple exercises to do and turns what people think is mumbo-jumbo into real talk. The last one, even though I've got loads more I could have put, but I don't want to bore you all, is Super Attractor by Gabrielle Bernstein. It's all about manifesting a life beyond your wildest dreams. I don't need to go on about that because I've just been speaking about it and uh, you know I love it. You know what I'm loving at the moment? That the nights are getting lighter. So as I record this, it's 5.05pm in the UK GMT time, Greenwich Mean Time, and it's still light outside and I'm feeling particularly refreshed because I went out for a lovely long walk and now I'm back inside recording this just thought I'd just tell you that so the next one uh is part of the spiritual gym is meditating now a lot of people are going to be turned off as soon as I say this so let me just simplify this people always think about meditating as oh you know and people sitting cross-legged and whatever yes you can do that but actually for those that have a busy mind or just want to clear what is going on you just need to sit in silence all I would say is that you're grounded when you do it so feet on the floor maybe sit in the chair shut your eyes it could be for three minutes you build up the time that you be in silence and if you want to call that meditating call it meditating you could have your eyes open and focus on one spot gently just focus on your breath in and out in and out you could count to 10 with your breath so in is one is too there are so many different types but meditating and listen let me tell you something I have meditated the maximum probably 20 minutes so some people can meditate for now I can't do all of that my mind's too all over the place and the best time I find to do it is in the morning but there are different types you can do guided meditations where you have something in the background and someone's talking to you that doesn't work for me because if their voice is horrible or the music's off and the voice particularly if it starts pissing me off then it just is counterproductive but it does work for some people the best one for me is tapping because I need to keep lowing cortisol which is the anxiety thing in your body and there are different points on the face the neck and under the arm and on top of the head that you tap and that's guided but because they're taking you through a bit of physical with it I can live with that and then there's other times that I'll just do you know five minutes or ten minutes of silence and I do the counting. or the other good one that I find is doing a total body scan because you're working on your breath but it stops loads of other crap coming into your mind at the same time. Time. So if you start from the feet up, you go everywhere, right? You do toes, 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 even sole of feet, ankles, up the body, all the way up, everything. Like I'm really trying to focus in my pelvic area at the moment because I need a little bit of work there. And then I go all the way up to the head, top of the head, and then come back down the back of the body. Try it, see how you get on. Another one for the spiritual gym would be listening to powerful speakers. Now I've got to confess, I haven't done loads of this, but it is definitely one. For for me to work on. TED Talks, podcasts, YouTube, etc. It's inspirational and there, are of nu- and there are always nuggets of wisdom from powerful speakers like Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins is the spiritual guru. I guess sometimes I have a problem with some of them because they jam-pack these halls, spout their stuff and are making millions in the process. Uh, I guess I would prefer more smaller group stuff and a bit more intimate. But hey, there's always something I think I'd rather read. But again... If you're not into reading, why not go and listen to one of them? Not always live, but a TED talk or something. Actually, I need to do more TED talks. Now, here's one of my favorite ones as part of the spiritual gym to keep everything in check. Journaling is definitely different than writing a bloody diary, let me tell you that. In a diary, you would write the detail of what your day entailed and what went on. You may put a bit of your feelings in. Whereas for me, the journaling is more about writing what was magic about yesterday, what's my intentions, what am I celebrating, and that could be something in the future right I'm celebrating getting a voiceover gig and I could have said that three weeks ago and then it happened last week setting your intentions and then maybe list anything from three to ten things you've been grateful for for that day or yes sorry from yesterday if you're writing the next morning which is when I do it and I write down things like I'm so blessed that with all my heart I'm grateful for I'm grateful blah 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 blah, blah. it could be a person it could be how I feel it could be I'm drawing my breath and then there's other days so that's usually my format when I journey however there's some days that I want to just free write but I'm always going to have some gratitude in there I think it's really important which leads me on to make you aware I think it's great to have gratitude lists because it makes you aware how fabulous your life is or will or can be and I kind of incorporate the gratitude lists within my journaling so sometimes and I think it was brought up in a book called The Magic where they wanted you to write a hundred things you're grateful for and you know people really struggle with it and it could be I'm grateful for eating breakfast this morning. I'm grateful for the money to have breakfast this morning. I'm grateful that I'm earning money. I'm in a position to earn money. Listen, the list goes on and on and on. Some people take life for granted. Don't take it for granted. The other area, part of a spiritual gym, cool, that was a bit of a, (laughs) is uh, reading biographies of people who inspire you beyond belief. Now, some of my examples, I'm not sure if they're all beyond belief, but Steve Jobs, some people may have thought I mean he was a bit of a bastard wasn't he but his um his biography is absolutely fantastic I read it from front to cover and I could easily read it again and that goes the same as Richard Branson I think Steve Jobs the one thing that always sticks out with me is to come up with that simple logo which was the apple because he was out in an orchard somebody may correct me if I've been wrong about this but he was in the orchard he saw an apple and he said that's going to be my brand and that was it I love it you know and people take ages going through branding agencies and whatever but the Apple and you can see the different kind of uh, sorry the different ways that they have delivered that Apple on different products and I just I just loved it it's probably the biggest thing that stuck out for me and then when he got his cancer I also loved Michelle Obama's first autobiography so much better than her husband's I found his quite hard to read and it's still sitting on the shelf unread after all this time whereas Michelle Obama you just know when people want you to get up close and personal they're really deep they tell you this and that, I bloody loved her and I think it helped that I didn't get to see her on stage, so to read the book was fabulous, the other person the big time, they call her the EGOT actor now, because she's got an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar and a Tony award, is Viola Davis absolutely phenomenal now if you look at this powerful black woman that is presented on our screens I was just blown away by the book, I absolutely blown away by her biography, because against all the odds look at this woman and what she's done in acting oh my gosh if you haven't read it please go and read it Viola Davis I, I can't remember what it's called but it's not hard and then my other one, I think, that really touched me at the time was Madiba, aka Nelson Mandela. What a story. And I've always said that when I go to South Africa, I want to go to Robben Island and see where this man was held. And every time I mention South Africa, people say, oh, it's really dangerous, to da, 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 da. Yeah. It is dangerous, but not as dangerous as what everybody is saying. There's always so much hype. And I guess it's if you know people, you're going to be safe. And I have to see it. I'm not going to go out of this world and I haven't been to South Africa. and see where Nelson was and what he did for South Africans he broke down apartheid that's huge you know in general it says about the spiritual gym reading biographies but I think it's about reading certainly non-fiction books because we can learn so much and if you're not a reader you can get it on audio or just go to talks or something because I feel at the moment people are just willy-nilly talking about shit they don't have any grounded evidence for and as I said earlier knowledge is absolute power the last thing in the spiritual gym is exercising actually it's a physical thing and it's also in the spiritual side and I think it's because it what it does to the brain which is releasing endorphins which is that nice happy clappy feeling and is it dopamine dopamine something it just makes you feel good so from a mental health perspective the spiritual gym exercising is brilliant and even those who have a dog that needs walking That's exercise. So it doesn't have to be pumping it out in the gym or anything like that. It could be using your car less and walking somewhere rather than jumping in that because it just makes you feel great. And I think I've said many a time during lockdown, it was so lovely to see the nation walking because there wasn't anywhere to go in the car. As I said, this is a short but sweet uh episode. I will be back with a interview. And I think the summary of this or the lesson learned is if you want to be a badass in life, you need some kind of workout to keep motivated and retain a wavering belief that the universe has your back. Everything is possible. And then like physical exercise, muscles need work and maintenance and so does the mental side of things because it won't stay strong all alone. That's it my people, I hope this has been helpful. Go out and get some of those books or tap into audio or we'll do something and have that holistic approach. So this is called the spiritual gym. Hope you you enjoyed it look forward to being back next time